Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you listen to this, what's happening? It's the Ty Rainey Podcast. What up? What up? How's everybody doing? I hope you're doing fine. I've been along a long as hiatus. Hiatus. And um, I'm back again. Um, I really never left. I've, I've been here below the radar, so I really never left. You know, but it's it's good to get back into a rhythm. Um, took a hiatus off, just spent some time with family, um, house stuff going on, uh, just life, man, just life, just just getting it in, you know, rolling up my sleeves and, and and dealing with life, man, you know. And I must say, life is okay, life is good. I'm not complaining. Very thankful. Uh, my family's doing well. My wife is doing well. My son is doing. He's doing uh, extremely well. Dude went on two trips this summer. Went to Costa Rica with his high school for a service trip. Had to roll up his sleeves and get some work done. And then he went on a three-week pre-college program at SVA in New York City. So this little dude has been uh, very busy um, spending our money this summer. But um, he's doing a good job, man. I'm very proud of him. He worked on a short film, which was excellent. And um, like I said, I'll get into that a little bit more, but I couldn't be more proud. And I couldn't be happier with what's going on. But I had to come in and get back onto my podcast because shit is going awry. Shit is going left. Um, I don't know what's going on, but I seen a clip online with some white dude that looks like some kind of state official or government official um, admitting that there are uh, that they had captured aliens. You see this shit? Our government is now openly admitting to extraterrestrial findings and discoveries. Which is wild to me because now you know everything is going fucking left. Like, these niggas denied extraterrestrials when, you know, they right in your goddamn face. You know, you would see them and they'd be like, oh, no, that's nothing. That's another weather balloon and all this other shit. Oh, we got weather balloons. I've never been... So insulted in my life when they tell you that it's a weather balloon. You clearly see it's a fucking plane that you've never seen before zipping around the sky like, you know, some shit from the Jetsons or some something out of Star Wars. You know what I mean? Not even Star Wars. Just shit, shit beyond that. Um, I know one night I was um, in the backyard looking up at the beautiful sky. And uh, let me tell you something. The sky, the sky in South Jersey, a little bit different. Um, it's a lot clearer. I don't think it's as much uh, smog down here, and just pollution, air pollution. But I was looking at the sky and I seen like a trail of lights. And people were like, "Man, you high? You high, Ty? High, Ty? No, I seen a trail of lights." Almost like reindeer. Now you can say I'm high from that comment. But it was a trail of lights. And it happened to be that SpaceX satellite shit that Elon Musk put in space. And I don't, I, don't, I don't agree to that. I didn't agree to that. I didn't say it was okay to fly some shit over my head that just circulates. Just, just, you know, just does orbits around the planet providing Wi-Fi. I still got shitty service service at my job. Even in the parking lot is shitty. 
Like, how much of this stuff do we need? Like, it is so controlling, man. They are really funneling everybody to use certain services. And it's so controlling, man. They're really trying to do away with cash because if you start using your card everywhere, at, at stores and, and, and restaurants and, um, you know, online shopping, you know, every merchant or every bank gets a 1.8% transaction fee, some kind of fee like that, some kind of rate, they get a, they get a percentage of your purchase. So, instead of you paying cash when you go to the supermarket and that cash kind of gets circulated around the hood or wherever you're at for a couple of days or a couple of hours, um, they can't take that off the top out of your purchase when you're paying something in cash at a register as opposed to if you pay, you know, a $5 item at Walgreens, you use your card, they get a, a, a they get a percentage off that transaction. You dig what I'm saying? Like, you know, they, they always dip in their hands into some shit. So that's why I'm trying to move everybody to plastic. Shit is fucking scary. I don't want everything on plastic. They want to verify your names and stuff. I ain't giving my, I'm, I'm anonymous. I ain't no snitch. I don't want to give my name up for nothing no more. The world's going to hell in a handbasket. And we just, I'm just starting to really, uh, you know, kind of get it all together, you know? Putting it all together. So, that nigga's out here spewing shit about aliens. I, I don't even know his name. I feel bad just saying that nigga, and I don't know his name. So I'm going to try to look it up while I'm on the podcast with you guys. But, um... You know, while I'm trying to find that, um, where I've been for a couple of months, I've been in my skin. So, let me tell you something. So, we know you got a house, right? You guys know we got a house out in here, out here in uh, South Jersey. I guess Central Jersey, South Central Jersey. We're, we're by Trenton. And, um, let me tell you something. This is no turnkey. So, got a lot of things done. I think I mentioned those things before. And, uh, you know, we still got a lot more done. Good news, though, we got approved for uh, solar. Yeah. Mm, solar. Fancy solar people. So we got um, Sun Nova. I think that's the solar company. Yeah, Sun Nova. Coming through to install, install solar on our house. And that's going to happen, uh, start happening next month. And there's a funny story with that. We got denied. Uh, Sunrun first uh, gave us a quote and they sent out their texts and all that stuff and um, they pulled the plug. They said the job was going to be too big. Now it has to, has to happen. have to have like a full a panel probably has to be an electrical panel probably has to be moved. Um, my uh, meter on the outside of the house has to be upgraded. And that's just the the electrical side of it. And I think there's a little bit more involved in just what I mentioned about the electric. And also on top of that, when you get solar, you gotta um you gotta get a new roof. You can't just put solar on um an old ass roof. So I gotta get a new roof and in order to do that, you need money, right? <laughs> shit. Money, money, money. A new roof is about, can be seven to ten grand easily. I don't have a big house, but it could, it could cost me at least seven to eight grand for a new roof. So thankfully, um, Sun Nova sent out their own roofing guy that does like an assessment of what you're working with. You know, what kind of damage on your roof, what kind of condition your roof is in. 
Um, and he gives it an evaluation. And he mentioned to me, he said, yo, man, where you live at, you guys had a storm around here. And I'm like, what? He said, yeah, man, there was a storm around here a few years ago. And people in your area got um, reimbursed for a lot of the damages that was done. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, he pulled up these articles and stuff, started showing me in my area. There was high something mile per hour, 700 mile per hour winds and, um, you know, damages done to these homes and, you know, shingle damage. And he went up there and he pointed out all the shingle damage and the gutter damage due to storms. Um, it was a hailstorm. The hail put holes in the the gutter covers that blocks the, the rain gutters from leaves and debris. I had holes punched in those like they were, um, you know, like I did it myself with like a, a tool or some shit. He's like, no, these holes are punched in here from hail. I said, what the hell? And he said, yeah, man, you can get some money for that. So long story shorter, called up my homeowner's insurance. They sent a, an insurance adjuster out here, and I got them to meet with the roof guy that came from Sun Nova, and they put their heads together, and the insurance guy said, this is like a slam dunk, brother. He's like, you got the roof guy on here. He's giving me pictures. He's giving me proof and justification as to what needs to be done and why, and you should get approved for getting your roof replaced and getting a check cut. And I high-fived them brothers uh, while they were evaluating the house, and I gave them nice ice-cold waters because it was like 110 degrees today. That that day when they came, it was like 110. So we're getting a roof, and that's going to happen in September. So I'm excited about that shit. That is going to be dope. Um, I, I, I'm really, you know, you know how sometimes you want to get something done before you go forward with other things? You know, like sometimes you want to get something painted and then you want to do the floor. You know what I mean? Like you want to get one thing done and then finish up everything else. This roof and this electrical stuff, this is something that in the gutters and stuff. And let me tell you something, there's soffit damage too at this house. That's all going to get repaired. That right there was just... One of those things as a man that you look at and you can see it and you're like, I can repair some of the soffit stuff, but I just don't have all of the know-how and the, the, the exact skill to do it perfect first shot. You know, YouTube gives me a little bit of know-how, but it's, it's a learning curve when you're trying to do things like that. Got to be on the roof. Wife's gonna be yelling at me, get off the roof. Yeah, every time I get on the roof to look at the shit in an attempt to, like, you know, I'm gonna I'm see what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to do my part, you know, see if I can fix this stuff, get a closer look. Every time I get up there, my wife comes out the house and she yells at me, get off the roof. You should not be on the roof. Now, I don't have an incredible, incredibly tall house. It's a two-story home, but it's 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 short. Like you could jump off my roof and live. You you know what I mean? Like you won't die. Um, you won't break your ankle. You won't roll your ankle. I mean, you could roll your ankle. I mean, anything could happen. You could roll your ankle off the curb, but it's not a tall roof where you will die. You know what I mean? I've been on the roof. I jumped down off the lower part of the roof. Um, so it's not not bad. You know, it, it won't kill you. 
Um, but my wife gets so damn nervous with shit like that. So for 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 her sake, I do it when she totally leaves the house. No, I'm just kidding. No, if I'm getting on the roof, I usually tell somebody just in case I fall off the roof. I'm too old. I can't be. Uh, I can't afford to fall off the fucking roof. And I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real with you. It's not the same type of uh, feeling getting on the roof at 47. Um, it's a little different. I do feel a little shaky. I ain't gonna lie. I feel a little, little uneasy up there. You know, when you're on that little pitch and you're trying to lean back and you feel the shingles and shit underneath your shoes and they're sliding and you're thinking about, damn, should I wore? I should have wore a more grippier sneaker, a sneaker with more grip, more grit to it. Got these old, old, uh, you know, six-year, five-year-old sneakers with you know, run down, smooth, bald traction on the bottom, no traction on the bottom, and I'm sliding off this roof, and it's hot. I feel like baking up there, um, but thankfully, I did not fall, and, uh, you know, I got my ass down, but I did have to jump down one time, and it did hurt my knee in a little bit, but I walked that off. Maybe that's what happened. No, that's too, that's separate. Okay. I'm thinking when I said that's what happened, I think I had a, I had a knee problem for a little bit for a couple of days, for like a week or so. It was just bothering me, the backside of my, my left knee. And when I said jumping off the roof, I was like, maybe that's what triggered it. But the, the two things, the two incidents were too far apart. You know, I jumped off the roof in like, you know, February and my knee problem happened in May. I think that's too far. I don't think they're, I think they're unrelated. Um... Yeah, I think I'd have had more immediate pain in either March or April or something like that, especially March. But, um, yeah, man, I'm excited about that roof. That's some homeowner shit, though, you know, getting the roof together, you know, getting the roof together. That's that's that homeowner shit. I'm happy about that. Um, in other news, I don't know. Um, I just know it's been fucking hot as hell the past couple of days. And people still don't take heed to the heat advisories. I mean, if you're a certain age and you're out here and you are not hydrating and taking precautions and staying out of the sun and, you know, eating or just drinking water, just drinking liquids, just, you know, you, you need your ass beat. You know, if you've fallen out in this sun and shit, because you, you're doing too fucking much, you know, you should really sit your ass down. I, I almost had a moment last week. I was out here, had a beer and shit, thinking shit was cool, smoked me a little bud, having a good time in the backyard. I said, shit, I feel good. I don't want to just be lazy. I'm, I'm not, you know... I'm not really a type of person that will smoke something and just sit around. It's rare unless it's like late and I'm just tired, tired. But if it's during the day, I like to, I'm an active um, smoker. So I said, let me go and start cutting the lawn. And it's two in the afternoon. Sun is out like, shh, I'm taking, you know, taking niggas out. That's what the sun is doing. At two in the afternoon, sun is out there, sniper. I'm taking niggas out. That's what he's doing. I'm taking niggas out. Two o'clock. I'm out there in the backyard. Just finished the front yard. 
and I knew I should have quit because I know I had a little bit probably too much to drink. I don't even think I had too much to drink. I don't think I I was in the right mind state to do lawn because I started cutting the lawn like I was mowing, like I was uh, vacuuming the living room. Yeah, just my line patterns were bad. Like I, I, I wasn't even walking the full length of the front yard, and that's a small yard. Like I was hitting the front yard like I was vacuuming, like I was picking up leaves. There was this one section where it just, you know, I could just see my tracks just crisscrossing and stuff. I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? You know, the grass was cut, but I was like, what the hell am I thinking? And I pushed it to the back and I started pushing it around and I just turned it off. I was like, wait a minute, let me turn this shit off. There's too much yard back here just to be wandering around. I'm not even doing the, the, the path lines, you know what I mean, that you usually do when you cut a lawn. I'm over here moving around because my attention is just all over the place. I turned the lawnmower off. I said, let me go in the house before I end up passing out trying to cut this big-ass backyard in this fucking uh, oppressive heat. That heat is oppressive. That should make me think about my childhood, that heat. That should bring back memories of whatever. It made me think about my child like the hot. It was hot like that in our childhood, and we did not care. We would be outside. That's why sometimes I think like it never was this hot. We was little. It was. It was probably hotter than that, and we never we never wanted to stay out. You know, stay in the house. I'd be outside. It'd be 112. Your sneakers be melting. Your shirt be sticking to your back from sweat. You got sweat dripping down your sideburns and stuff. And sometimes you be out there so long, sweat will drip and dry and then drip and dry again till you got like dry salt on the side of your face. It looked like a, a beach on the side of your face from sweat and um, dirty salt. Because ain't nothing but face dirt. You know, eyebrow dirt and hairline dirt, dirty hair. We, oh, man, your shorts would be dirty. Everything would be dirty, man, in the summertime when you was a kid. I don't know. I think we just played different. I just played different as a kid in the summer, man. I was on my bike all day. Then I could go somewhere and play basketball with some cats or football. And then maybe dip into somebody's crib, play some video games, grab something to drink, maybe a quick snack. Or come home, eat something, and then get right back to it. Man, I used to go home, and my my, my house was like a pit stop for me. I'd go home, I had two grandmothers, my grandmother and my great-grandmother. So you know there was a sandwich for me on deck every time I came in the house. You know, I didn't have to really, you know, ask for much. They was always willing to just make whatever. They was like shorthand cooks in this in this house you know growing up I, with two grandmothers shit they'd be arguing about mother move i'm gonna make him the sandwich he asked me to make it for him well i'm not doing nothing i was just gonna do it while you sit down because now you're in my way well you don't have to speak to me like that i'm still your mother i'm sorry mother they used to go back and forth man but i get a sandwich out the deal fry bologna Oh man, sheesh. Fry bologna sandwich real quick? And then be back out there or oh, a hot dog? 
Shoot, a hot dog. Some iced tea. Oh, that was a, what was a staple in your house? Like as far as the drink. The drink goes, the beverages in my house was the iced tea. The iced tea was the staple drink in the in I would say the Stewart household. Because my grandmother's last name is Stewart. We lived in their house. My mother and I are rainies. My father was a rainy. In the Stewart and Rainy household, I'm gonna say it was iced tea. And it wasn't just any old fucking iced tea. Now my grandmother preferred the powder mix, the Lipton iced tea. The powder mix. That brown powder mix in that tall can, that tall looked like a drum. That can, that can would sit on the lazy Susie. And it would spin that bitch around. You get that shit over there. It would be on the top shelf of the Lazy Susie. The Lazy Susie is that that uh, that little piece in in the kitchen. It's a uh, it's part of the cabinets in the kitchen. That is part of the counter, the corner part of the counter. And the Lazy Susie is to, is is like a spinning wheel inside there. You open the cabinet doors, and it's like a spinning wheel in there. And you would put cereal, your products and stuff, and you can get to all the shit. I, if y'all don't have a Lazy Susie. This is for the people that don't have a Lazy Susie. Um, that's what it is. And I used to get the tea out the Lazy Susie and make pictures and pictures of this fucking iced tea. And friends used to come over and drink this tea like, yo, this tea is banging, yo. And it was just regular damn Lipton tea. I think I probably put a little bit more sugar than my grandmother's did. She'd be like, oh, you made this so sweet. Oh. You gonna get somebody the sugars. Why do you put so much? Why do you put so much of that mix in there? So, that was a staple drink in my house. That and water. Um, we had a, a refrigerator that had a water button inside. You open it up and you stick your cup in the corner. And it was a little water button and a spigot and get your water and I used to have friends that came over and they used to want to get water and just use that thing and it was fancy I, I have to admit I think it was kind of fancy for like the 80s to have that um now that I think back on it because it was an older fridge but I think it was like one of those old models that had like the newest function like that was like a new feature in an old ass fridge it was it was kind of cool until they started putting the water and the ice functions on the outside of the fridge and i think i even think those were out and those are just like if you had money money you know what i mean you're doing it like that you had you know the water the ice and the water on the outside of the fridge if you had money money you was like oh these people got money money they got the water and the ice on the outside of the fridge i mean now they come a dime a dozen but back in the day, oh, you'd be like, oh, okay, they got, oh, okay, they got the water and the ice on the outside. Okay. Oh, double door. It's a double door fridge. We had the, we had double doors, but they were stacked. You know, the top door was the freezer and the bottom door was the, the fridge. You know, double doors was like... It's the same. It's the same thing, but it just the layout is just more impressive. Like you open it up, you're like, "Whoa, wow, hey, wow! Look at all this! Look at all this freezer space!" Like, cause you was impressed with the freezer space. Cause when you coming from like a, a the 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 stack double door household, your freezer space, it just seemed like it was so like always cramped. Like it was always like 
stuff falling out. Like it'd be fish sticks and, you know, um, little Hagen dazs ice cream containers and, uh, you know, ice. You know, not ice, but some, some icy stuff would be falling out. It'd be frozen peas and carrots and, you know, meats and things. You know, chicken breasts and cut-ups be sliding out. Because you can't stack uh, um, two packages of cut-ups that are frozen on each other and expect them not to slide. You crazy. And you better, you better move because my grandmother might have, like, a ham shank up in there. You know what I mean? Frozen. And you can't, you, you, if a ham shank, a ham shank, if that is falling out the fridge and is frozen and it's coming out the top part, you better move back before you lose your foot. Let that ham ass fall on your foot. You lose, you'll lose your damn foot. It'll break half the bones in your foot. And that's a lot of bones in the foot, boy. But everything in that freezer, in the double door that stacked, always seemed like it was like coming at you. And you always had a big block, like an iceberg, in the in the left corner of it that was either producing the ice or held the ice trays to keep so you could have ice cubes. But inside, you know, the ice cubes be inside a giant ice cube. It'd be freezer burn all over the fridge. That shit look like an igloo, like an Antarctica uh, documentary. You'd be like, where are we? Like, if you took all the food out and you put a camera in an old-ass double-door fridge... And you put a camera in there, you took all the food out, and you had a little light in there, and you, you know, you turned the camera on. You run that on the television, people are like, where, where is this? Where is, well, what's this? We doing Antarctica? Was this the North Pole or the South Pole? Because I see, I think I've seen this before. And you see it, you see the ice and stuff with the light shining off it? It'd be somebody's damn freezer. It was that much ice in the freezer back then. Now, ice is minimal. You know, I got a double door fridge. I got three doors on the fridge. My grandmother would be rolling. Oh, my God. If she's seen this fridge now, she'd be like, my baby made it. I'd be like, no, I'm still, you know, we're still trying to put things together, Granny. I ain't make it. We made it, but we ain't make it. You know what I mean? We here. Um, but I got three doors now, Granny. I got a double door and I got a bottom door. And the bottom door is my whole freezer. She'd be like, oh, my God. She would probably be like, oh, my lamb. But she would be upset probably because she would find something wrong because the freezer is a deep, low freezer. She's like, well, how am I going to get my ice cream? You know, so it's too low for older people. So, but they still make double doors, though. But them double doors when you was back in the 80s, 88, for me, going to somebody's house with the double doors, I'm like, oh, we into, oh, they got I know they got good frozen snacks. Like, they, they got the Klondike bars in there probably. Like, you start thinking about the snacks they got. They, they got the Klondike bars. They probably, you know, because that was big back in the 80s. What would you do for a Klondike bar? They probably had Klondike bars in those double doors because they had money. Klondike bars wasn't the treat that your mother was getting all the time. Them, them bitches was like $9 a box. You know, for like six, something like that. You had to, like, really do well to get, get that shit. You had to do well on a test. And that really wasn't my forte, so. Uh, well, I didn't do much for a Klondike bar, I guess. I didn't do enough. But to get those, yeah. That was a special treat, unless you had your own money. You just bought them and just bought them. 
But the double doors, yeah, they got they got Klondike bars in there. You know, they probably got enough space to put a whole Keystone frozen pizza. You know, one of those those frozen pizza companies probably got Elio's all up in there. Yeah, back in the 80s, probably had Elio's stacked as far as the eyes can see. They probably had it laid up in the fridge like they do in the freezers in the supermarket when you grab them. That's how much space them double doors had back in the day, man. You was rich when you had a double door, boy. Ooh. Like the double, the side by side door. Not the stack. Stack doors was tr traditional, man. Usually with the stack doors, you was even taller than your fridge, man. You could see on top of your fridge sometimes. Keep it real. Your, your fridge was not that tall. You know, there's people that had tall fridge. They had a tall fridge. You're like, oh, these people got money. This fridge is tall as shit. This fridge like seven feet tall. This is a meat locker. You know what I mean? Like, you don't. Inside, you be saying that. But what else is in that double door freezer? For some kind of juice pops. It ain't the cheap juice pops. It ain't just water and liquid and syrup. No, 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 no. These ain't even juice pops. These, these are actually popsicles with the with the with the real fruit frozen to the stick. You know what I mean? Like this is that real stuff. This is like the twelve dollar a box of twelve dollars for a box of eight strawberry fruit box of popsicles. Like you, you, this popsicle, like if, if the babies ask for more than two in one day, that's when you keep say you say, all right, ain't no more popsicles for the rest of the week. Ain't going to be sitting up here eating all my popsicles. I gave you two. I gave you two. Okay. You at my house for the summer. All right. I gave you two. There's only eight in the boxes, six left. It's Monday. How many more you think you're going to eat today? Or how many more actually, let me ask you this. How many more you think you're going to eat for the rest of the week? Hmm? Hmm? Let me tell you. One, and you better pick the day. You don't know what day. You pick Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. That's it, because your mama coming to get you on Saturday, and you're not taking the popsicle to go. Maybe I'll give you one if it's still left over, because I'm going to have my popsicle too. There's six left. Maybe I'll give you two. I'll give you one on, since you can't pick a day, I'll give you one on Wednesday, I'll give you one on Friday. And then maybe if I'm nice, I'll give you one on the way, way home. You can could, you could eat it in the car with your mama. The popsicle's expensive. You put, you put parameters and shit around the popsicles. You put stipulations around the popsicles. But you can't, <laughs> you can't have more than four popsicles in a weekend. What? Yeah, yeah, that's. She was twelve dollars a box. That double door dreaming life, man. Them double door dreaming, like they got different ice cream in there. They got, they ain't got the the, the Napoleon, the Napoleon. You know what I'm saying? Which a lot of people sometimes call. I heard it. I heard a nigga call it Neapolitan. I was like, what the fuck is a Neapolitan? I think that's a Napoleon, brother. They ain't got that. They got the real shit in there. They got the real, real shit up in there. You want ice cream? They got ice cream. This shit is fresh farm, fresh ice cream. You know what I mean? They got the ice cream is not only just the flavor. It's actual with the name of the cow it was milked from. So it's ice 
cream cream. It got a picture of the cow grazing in the pastures right before it was milked. That's what kind of ice cream. They got good ice cream. Like they got the, the cherry ice cream with real cherries up in there. Stim and all. They got everything. Apple ice cream. You know, little bits of apple in it. You know, they got they got all sorts of flavors and stuff. Sorbets. You know there's some sorbet up in that shit. You know it's some some sherbet in there, some really good sherbet. You know, the good stuff, you know. Yeah, they got readers in there, but they got some other shit straight from Italy. That's what's in them double doors in 88, 87, I'm telling you. It had to be. Klondike bars, yes, of course, but they had the bonbons too. And not the cheap ones, the real, the real good bonbons. You know what I mean? The bonbons that are $13 a box for five. Ooh. And the box is fancy. <laughs> Ooh, the box is fancy. Boxy look, box looks like it is holding some kind of jewelry, some kind of, some, some, some kind of nice bracelet. So fancy with your ice cream. Fancy. Ja, ja, good boy. Mm-mm-mm. Boy, I tell you, man. Double door dreaming. Did they have frozen meats in there? Of course they did. Was it organized? Yes, it was. It was at the lower part of the fridge. And for some reason, the meat stacked perfectly. Don't ask me why. I just, I just, it was just like that in the 80s. Now, none of these chicken cut-ups and cutlets and stuff lay flat. And if they sliding out, knocking people up in the chin and their throats, ham shanks falling out, tumbling out the freezer, falling on feet, breaking toes, bruising feet, people limping from ham shanks falling out the freezer. That was the 80s. I don't know if still people eating ham shanks, half ham asses in their freezers, but I know we had one or two up in there. Big ass half, have an ass up in your freezer. Um, but yeah, man, I just had to reminisce real quick. I don't even really know what I'm talking about, but this is the Tyranny Podcast. I'm a holla at y'all, but I had to go back on this real quick. But um, thank you guys for tuning in. Please share this with a friend, with another friend that will share it with another friend. Okay. This is just a reminiscent moment. Next uh, next episode, I'm going to talk about some shit. I'm going to talk about what I did the past couple of weeks. All right? Let y'all know. What's been happening in my world? That's right. Let y'all know what's been happening in my world. Until then and next time, please share this out. But thank you for, tuning, uh, for tuning into the Tyranny Podcast. I appreciate it. I'm going to holler at y'all later. Peace.